0: In her 2022 State of the State, Governor Kathy Hochul vowed to push for the Clean Slate Act in order to, quote, improve opportunities for released individuals following the completion of a sentence. Many municipalities have passed resolutions supporting the act. The Schenectady City Council has proposed one such resolution in support of the law. Sean Young of the group All of Us explains why it is important.
1: Clean slate legislation basically proposes to do this, to seal convictions automatically for folks with misdemeanors and felonies. Three years for a misdemeanor after any probation period is served. So say someone does six months in the county jail and then another, I don't know, year on probation. Three years after that, as long as they don't have any interactions or or charged with any crimes or anything like that with law enforcement, then they would have their conviction sealed. For a felony, same thing. You go to prison, you get a felony serve that time. After you are done whatever supervision or parole, the the clock tolls. Seven years in, you automatically get sealed. It's not an expungement. It's a sealing, which means law enforcement still has access to your record. And the sealing is not automatic for everyone. Folks that have uh, sexual offenses uh, are not eligible for this. And if you are attempting to work at a place of vulnerable population or where you have to use fingerprints for a background check, like all those places will still be able to see a record no matter what, right? The ceiling doesn't apply to them. The ceiling mostly applies to folks finding a place to live and finding a place to work. Now, our position, or, or at least the position of, of the folks at Clean Slate that have pushed this bill, which is has a ton of support across the state, Um, The Senate passed it last year. The House failed to bring it to the floor. The governor supports it in her administration. Several cities have committed uh, resolutions uh, in support of this legislation. So, you know, from labor to business to faith groups, it's a wide support. Many people acknowledge that what we have currently is a system of perpetual punishment where someone is convicted of a crime and they will forever, forever – have to deal with that conviction, basically holding them to that act that they committed once upon a time in their life and never releasing them from that. Now, we all know that the community that's most impacted by that type of perpetual punishment are communities of color, which still are the vast majority inside our prisons and then on parole or convicted in our state. And this legislation will, uh, in my opinion, give those who are simply trying to, you know, be welcomed back into society again and incentivizes good behavior because knowing that I don't, I won't have a conviction anymore is like, you know, like I won't have a conviction, like if I just do it, you know what I mean? And you'll find a way, right? Instead of being lost to the idea that you'll never be able to live this down or earn your way back into our community, right? Um, there's an the economic component. There's so many jobs that are vacant right now. We want folks working, we want folks investing in our cities and our towns and villages and continue to have a a population that I guess many folks, you know, that are in opposition to this feel are disposable, it's not helping us as a society. This isn't about giving someone a break so much as it's about making sure our community as a whole is healthy, right? We understand how people come to criminality. We know, right, that it's not something, some essential quality about a person, right? We know that environment plays a huge part of that. Why are we not, we have not to this point made sure that there is a pathway of redemption, a pathway out of that and back into society? And I think if we do do that, if we begin to have that type of mindset, then we will as a society be better for it, every single one of us and I don't care what neighborhood you live in in the city or where you know how much money you make, if we have a population that we're continuing to feed into the carceral state, right, no one's safe because people are being released from prison, uh, released from jail, and they will have an impact on our community regardless of what. 95% of people return home, right? 95% of people return home to our cities, to our neighborhoods. We want to make sure that those residents have an
0: opportunity to find their way
1: out and to be contributing
0: members despite the support the move to pass a resolution in favor of the clean slate act has raised some divisions in the council and throughout the city's politics says jamaica miles of the schenectady school board and all of us
2: the city of schenectady the city council is looking to pass a resolution in support of new york state passing the Clean Slate Act. This is not anything different than the city council has done before in support of other initiatives, groups, or organizations. In the city of Schenectady, the um, Republican Party has attempted in the last year to make a resurgence, even though the the city has been democratically run for quite some time. Their current leadership, Matt Nelligan, recently declared and announced that he's going to run for mayor this year against Gary McCarthy, and he specifically released a video that he is against Clean Slate and opposes the city council supporting it, and their messaging is the same message that they've had for the last year of fear and misinformation and disinformation And specifically, that if Jamaica Miles supports it, you should not.
0: Surely, I thought, Ms. Miles is exaggerating about the opposition's focus on her personally as a reason to oppose such a measure. Here is Republican mayoral candidate Matt Nelligan from his Man in the Arena video.
1: Clean slate sounds great. I'll call it a criminal conspiracy. It's a part of a greater conspiracy that's been going on for some time in our country and in our state in particular to put criminals on a pedestal and make regular people pay the price. It's a bad idea because of who supports it, not just Carl and not just Amani, but who's really pushing it. You guessed
0: it, Jamaica Miles. The Democrats inside the Schenectady City Council, however, are not completely united on this issue.
2: There are some city council members who also have... Been on the side of the Republican Party, even though they are registered Democrats. John Pomenetti is one for sure who has been very outspoken and in opposition to any initiatives brought forward by the people of color on the city council. And that is very much the dynamics that we are facing here in the city. There is a fully Democratic body. Every elected official at the city level is a registered Democrat. Mayor and all seven city council members. But there is a division that we've seen, and it's very evident and has been reported on by others, between the white Democratic members and the people of color, who are largely black folks on our city council. Doreen de Toro, actually, at the last city council meeting, said that as a property owner, she wants to, in perpetuity, know the history of any person. So she was very clear that she opposes clean slate.
0: Jamaica Miles explained when this issue will be picked up again by the council and how this is just one facet of an ongoing project to give voice to many in the city of Schenectady often ignored by city politics.
2: On the 17th is the next committee meeting and this will be something that's voted on in committee and then it is brought as a legislative item to the city council meeting on the 23rd, we can expect that on the 23rd, there will be folks in attendance at that city council meeting speaking for and against the resolution. Um, just as there currently are online right now, individuals voicing their opinion, Matt Nelligan leading the charge from the Republican party. Um, whereas community members, Residents in the city are the ones in support of it. Matt Nelligan moved here, I believe it was in 2019, and considers himself an expert about what this city needs without actually speaking to the residents impacted by this legislation. We continue to do the work we've been doing for three years now. It's you know, In February 15th, there will be three years of us on the ground talking directly to community members, specifically those who typically are not asked questions or or have an opportunity to be heard at homeless shelters and food pantries and in marginalized communities where the most impoverished are living and don't have access to the Internet to take a survey that they never knew about. Right. We continue to share the results of the Black Freedom Project survey where over 300 black residents said, what does it mean to have a safe, healthy and thriving community? So we're going to continue to do that work and make sure that the voices of the people who are represented by those sitting in office are actually heard and they can make informed decisions about what's in the best interest of those people.
0: Reporting for Hudson Mohawk Magazine, this is Moses Nagel.